So I was sitting here with my twin tonight, and we were watching TV. And I looked at him and I said, Do you know that they're saying that my planetary lineup is one out of 736 sectillion? I said, They've told me that there will never ever be another planetary lineup like mine ever again through eternity or ever was before me. And my twin got quiet and he was just like, well, that's a trip. And then on the way, when I was taking him home, he was talking about how these people in Africa, they're raising him up from the dead. And I told him, I said, you know, um, when Aunt Betty was in uh, medical induced a coma and they declared her dead in the hospice, uh, the priest had already given her her last rites. I said, um, I went up to Aunt Betty's side and I said, do you know the kickback that I got from our family because I wanted to heal her? Do you realize the fighting and the fights and the fences and everything I had to go through just to try to get my Aunt Betty healed and brought back to life? Because she was clinically dead. That's what the doctors called it. They were only sustaining her on life support just so everybody could say their goodbyes, right? So I was telling my, my brother, I said, um, her own son fought me on it. I had to tell him that I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to. Uh, pray over her. I wasn't gonna. This is when I was a Christian. I wasn't gonna. Uh, I wasn't gonna do anything. And then when I watched him walk past the window, I leaned into her and I started telling her, Aunt Betty, do you know where you're at right now? You're in the hospice right now, you know. And I told her, um, I guess uh, I told her, you know, not I guess, but I told her that your system is failing you from all the drinking that you've done your entire life. And I said, it is December so-and-so, this date, and Christmas is in a couple weeks. It's this year. And so I told her, this is when I was a Christian, you know, Aunt Betty, if um, you've done your life your way thus far, and it really hasn't worked out, you're, you're actually in a deuced a coma, you're on a breathing machine, and the doctors are ready to turn it off. And I said, so... You've done it your way your whole life. Why don't you just try to take out an extra insurance policy just in case your way doesn't make it to the eternity you want to go? And I told her, I leaned in, and I said, so I gave her the sinner's prayer. And that's when I was a Christian. And um, uh, I came back the next day, and I decorated her whole room with Christmas decorations in hospice. When I walked past the nurse's station... One nurse told the other nurse that I was crazy, like I was crazy, and the other nurse was trying to stop me. But there was nobody that was going to stop me getting to raise and heal that human being. Because everybody else in the medical profession have to had totally given up. I just think that's BS. I think it's, it's wrong that we give up on human beings because the doctor says that we can't do it. That's crazy to me. I once saw this saying that the military, the Navy said that, the Navy said, 
if it's impossible, it's possible. And I never realized that I lived in that tone of life. That if it's, if it can't be, then it's going to be. As long as it's good, and as long as I'm, I'm sanctifying life, and I'm purifying my soul, and I keep, and I hold others in high esteem, including my thoughts and myself and my actions, then I know it can be done. I may not have all the money that the United States military has. I may not have no decrees by royalty, by royal blood. But what I do possess and what I do know is that when you tell my soul that a human being is not worth it, to me that's the biggest lie on the planet. I believe in all humans. I believe in all human beings. I believe in you. I believe in her. I believe in him. I believe in me. I believe in them. I believe in all of you. I do. Whether you're good or people say you're bad, whether you've had a bad life or a hard life, I believe that a human is worth it, right? So anyways, back to my story. Um, I was telling my twin on the way home, driving him home tonight. Um, about a week or so later, my aunt is just, she comes out of her coma. She's complete. She says the first thing out of her mouth, she says, I want to see my niece, Sissy. Where is Sissy? I want to talk to Sissy. I want to see, I have to see my niece. That's the only thing my aunt wanted. She was declared dead, people. She was in a medically in- induced a coma. The priest, if you're if you're believers out there, the priest had given her her last rites. She was only being sustained by a breathing machine so the family could say their goodbyes. Right? Anyways, she wanted to see me because she said that she had felt that she was in this dream. She couldn't wake up out of this dream and she couldn't understand why it was dark in the dream. And she said that she couldn't understand why people were saying goodbye and crying when she was in a dream. She said she kept kicking and screaming and yelling, Betty, wake up, Betty, Betty. And she said she couldn't wake herself up and then people started crying over her. She could hear all these family members that she knew. She could hear her sister. She could hear her nieces. She could hear her son. She could hear uh, her son's wife. Uh, She could hear her ex-husband and his girlfriend. She could hear all of um, her ex-family-in-law. I mean, everyone. She said that you wouldn't believe, Sissy, this is what she had told me. You wouldn't believe what my own family members were saying to me when they thought I was dead. They were saying some bullshit. They were saying bad things to her. She's they, they think she's dead, right? This is why we don't treat humans like that. Because you, you're you not dead. Uh, to me, you know what? If you're on this earth, you're, you're alive. You, you're not going anywhere. That's how I look at it, right? And if you're on this earth and you're having problems, I'll make sure that those problems are gone with meditation for you. You know, that's just how I work. So anyway, she said that she had the closest family members to her telling her, 
things that they 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 can't wait for her to get off this earth. They can't wait for her to die. They hated her. anyways. It was really sickening. She said I was the only one to go in there whilst she was in a coma, and tell her what time of day it was, what the date was, what the month was, what the year was, why she was there, and I wasn't going to give up on her. And I led her in that sinner's prayer, right? So fast forward years, you know, up until recent years, I am. I had become Wiccan. I had totally left that religion behind because I was just treated like a POS. The entire time, by my entire family, and by my, by the pastoral staff at the Christian churches I was going to, um, I mean, they were treating my entire family like crap. I mean, it was insane. There was no difference between the Christians and the people that lived in the world. You know, so I'm a certified Wiccan now. But anyways, um, that same lady that I healed, my aunt Betty, Betty Sanchez, um. That same lady that I healed had um, gotten sick, you know, like the past recent years, right? And you know, my mom tells me, Aunt Betty's in the hospital with COVID. And before she went in there, I told her everything about you. I'm thinking, what's there to tell? I'm a certified Wiccan now. She goes, I told her everything that you're a witch and she was going on and I just lost my mind I couldn't even I don't even remember what my mom said from there it was so hateful in less than a week that my mom had told my aunt Betty this she went into the hospital with COVID she had died and I can guarantee it ladies and gentlemen and any kids that are listening I can guarantee that she died with a broken heart because my mom had told her and spewed all of those bad things about the one person that was able to heal her and bring her back to life. Like I was this great, big, you know, terrible, evil, heathen monster that I was just going to go and, you know, cause chaos in everybody's soul and kill the whole planet. That's, that's what she was feeling. I know she was. So the reason why I tell you this story, I told this to my twin on the way home tonight. It's important that you you know your words and what you say and how you think about humans. Because you're worth it, I'm worth it, they're worth it, no matter who it is. You're all worth living. So, <clears throat> what I want to say here to everyone is, if you have a family member or even a friend that's in a comatose state right now, I so highly recommend that you go tell that person what happened, that they got in an accident or that they had, you know, a minor heart attack. Don't say major because you don't want to scare them. Say I had, that, you know, you had some minor health problems. That's why you're in here. You're in a coma. And um, it's the t- this time right now, night. It's the date, it's the year, and we're coming up on this season or we're leaving this season. And you're at this hospital, in this city, in this town, in this state, in this nation or country right now. And my name is so-and-so. You know me because we're family. I, I totally recommend people going up and telling the, the people that are going to be cut off their life machines. I totally recommend that you guys go do this. And I recommend too, if you've got something that positive to, to tell them and say, Hey, look, 
no matter what religion that you're in. I was going to say religion. I was going to say belief in religion. So that makes one word, religion. I was going to say, no matter what religion religion that that person is in, then lead them in that prayer for that religion. Give them some hope. Tell them that they're good. Tell them that they're kind. Tell them that they are worth it. And tell them that they're amazing. And tell them you're going to decorate their room even though everybody says no. Tell them that you think that they're amazing. Tell them how they've made you smile. Tell them how the, what they've made you think that turns you into a human. Because it could bring them back from it. I'm just saying, it happened for me. It brought my aunt back from the dead. Don't take it just because a doctor or a pastor or a priest says they're not they're they're no good, they're gone. Don't take another man's word. Go in there with your sunshine soul. Go in there with your sun, sunshine sunshine self and just make a pivotal uh, a pivotal U-turn to that family member that's lying there that everybody wants to waste. Because you know what? They're not waste to me. They're not waste to you. And they never have been and they never will be. Go show these people that they're not waste. With that said, um, I'd like to close this podcast out. And with all due respect to people that are on life support tonight, I just hope that somebody comes to you and lets you know that you're worth it. You're worth living. And I love you.